Hey, howdy, happy day. Recently, I spoke to a politician and I said, what do you do? Are you elected? You sit in your office. What is it you do? And he said, a bunch of us sit around and we brainstorm. I said, how can that work? You have to have a brain to have a storm. <laughs> Just saying, hey, the Alberta election, Canada, happened here a couple of days ago and the Conservatives won a majority. Yay, everybody says <clears throat> they won 49 out of the 87 seats in the NDP. That's code, of course, for commie. They won 38. Okay, I get it. Yay, 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 yippee and all of that. But you got to break it down and look here. Alberta used to be a conservative province. Look at it. Look, 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 ugh. 926,000 voters were conservative. 776,188 voters were socialists. That's a big number. That's 52% conservative and 44% commie. 100% of the capital city in that province, which is Edmonton, voted commie. 100%. Okay, that's, this ain't good. I, I mean, that's close to 800,000 left-wing wackos in Alberta. You know, plus the ones, of course, who didn't vote. A lot of those left-wing people, not unlike the right-wing people, are too lazy to go out to the ballot place and uh, cast their vote. So what are you going to do about that, Daniel Smith? I hope you do something. You have to do something. There has to be something different. You cannot govern like you always have. Not just you, but the Conservatives. You can't be more the same. You and I are going to sit down and have a chat because there's so many ideas that I have that you all need to impose. Bah! You need a champion. One of them, of course, is fixed election dates. Got to have that fixed date every year. They do, but they can change it. And another thing you have to do is have term limits for the premier. And I got a list of 33 items that we're going to talk about one day. Because while it's great that you have a majority, someday uh, the NDP will have a majority. I mean, oppositions become government. That's just what happens. Definition of a country. This is something that politicians should, I guess, pay attention to because I don't think they know what they do. <laughs> I don't. They don't know what they're in charge of. A country, they say. A nation, they say. And they act like it's the same thing and it isn't. The definition of a country in English, the word is, has become associated with political divisions. Canada, as an example, it is clear the relationships between country and nation are very different from one place to the next, right? They're no longer the same. Now, the country is also, or the term country in English is also used to describe rural areas and the ground that you walk on. So, so there's some differences there. Potato, you know, tomato, tomato, that's easier to say. What is this thing, country? What does country mean? What does this country mean? What does your country mean? It's all about home. It's your home. It's about the economy. It's about where your country is in terms of weather and so on, society. And of course, it's about the history of your country. A nation is opposite. It's a community of people formed on the basis of a contribution and a combination of shared features such as language, history, history, blah, blah, blah. We'll get there. Culture and so many other things. And this group gets together and says, we're a nation now. And they're not divided by government. Government of Canada is the example. They work very hard to divide the country because it's not a nation. Because Quebec says they're a nation and they can have their own language and the rest of the country cannot. It's all mixed up like a dog's breakfast. There's 195 countries in the world. How many of them have issues like Canada? Probably quite a few. I mean, I get that. but. Anyway, hopefully that can be fixed someday because we should all be the same and a nation 
should be the same from coast to coast with regards to uh, their history and, and their wants and their desires and, and all of that stuff. But in Canada, not so much because there's this big division, this political division. The prime mistake of Canada attacks Alberta, the place I just spoke about, attacks them all of the time and says, I'm going to take away your jobs and take away your oil and so on. My dad did it and I can do it bigger and better. So that's always going on and that ain't very nice. Okay, last item of the day. Keep up with this one because it's COVID. None of us like that. I mean, it's, it's like it never happened. I mean, nobody talks about it anymore. You can get on a plane, you can go into a restaurant, you don't see anybody wearing a mask. Occasionally, I understand, but for the most part, you do not. Now in China, where it all began, apparently the COVID thing is back and doing well, alive and well. And they're saying that 65 million people a month are being infected, according to this senior health advisor who was talking here back in May with all of his, you know, all the rises in it. That's a big number. Mind you, they have over a billion people, but nonetheless, they better keep it there and don't send it here because we don't want to go through that again. Hey, see ya.